We've all experienced growing pains, right? That awful, like, bone-twisty pain that means you're getting taller and older. And it's fucking painful, but you're also, like, excited because it means you're growing up and, you know, like, getting older and getting taller and whatever. Like, it's a sign of maturity in some way. And then all of a sudden, like, naturally, you're just, like, growing and you're tall and you're growing like a weed. And, you know, like, some of us get there, some of us don't. I was, I feel like I was a tall kid, when I was like, I was tall for my grade. Do you remember when people used to say that? I was tall for my grade when I was like six because I was like, what's tall for a six-year-old? Um, I was probably like, what, like four, eight? Is that tall? I don't know if that's tall or short for a six-year-old, but yeah, I was like four, eight or something. Um, but I didn't even like grow that much during pu- puberty, but like other people I know did. Like if like a kid was like four, ten he would be like 6'5 or whatever. And you'd be like, whoa, that guy's hot now. (laughs) And that's kind of how it would work. Anyway, I digress. I'm talking too much about like the physicals. Um, But we learn about this stuff, right? We learn about health class. We learn about like getting taller and our bodies changing and getting boobs and hair and everything everywhere and going through puberty. And that's why we get growing pains. It's because like your body's changing and like that's going to be painful and like you're going to feel it kind of. Um, and we learn so much about our bodies changing. We learn about hormones and stuff in a vacuum. We don't ever really learn about like the emotional growth or the emotional changes that take place in our minds during puberty. So today I wanted to talk about how I feel like I'm hitting emotional puberty at 26. This is Depressed Girl's Guide to Life. Welcome back. It is a new year and that's super exciting. It's 2023. I feel good about 2023 um, just because I feel good about every year when it starts. But no, I actually feel good about this year. I feel like it's going to be a really like, I don't know. I just have like good vibes about this year um, and I feel like it's going to be I'm like getting like new beginning vibes from it of like a lot of the old stuff in our patterns and whatnot are going to be left behind. And I, I talked like a little bit last year about like the whole like realizing things stuff. I swear to God, everybody made fun of that for so long, that realizing thing, whatever. And I did too. I was just like, yeah, no fucking shit. You're going to realize things like that's the way life works. But now I'm like, oh yeah, no, for sure. Like, realizing things is a big part of life and realizing it and absorbing it. So anyway, that's how I feel about 2023. Um, I feel super energized. I really have thought about this topic a lot. So I'm really excited to talk about it. So let's just start. Honestly, I know I'm not the only one who was like wrecked by puberty, like in just in every single way, like my body and also like my brain, which no one warned me about. Like that's something I honestly want to warn young folks about not to like scare them or anything but like puberty like I hit puberty really young I want to say like I feel like I hit it like around like 11 or 12 which I don't know maybe that's not young maybe that's a normal age for it but I remember that's when my depression and a lot of like my mental health stuff like really kicked into high gear Like it was always kind of lurking in the background and I would have like weird emotions and weird reactions to things. And by weird, I mean like I would maybe like have like very strong emotions or I'd have really strong reactions to stuff. Um, But puberty was 
the worst time for it because as like you know with puberty your body goes through sort of like a surge of hormones and you know there's just a lot going on from like that standpoint so I was filled with like you know angst and sadness and rage and like every like emotion in the book like I was just feeling it all at once and I remember it was like a really really hard time for me and you know like you know on top of that you're going through that and then you're also going through the fact that like your body's changing and you feel uncomfortable and you feel sad about that and you might feel like you know you're experiencing sexual feelings for the first time you're experiencing all of these weird things like nobody nobody like gives kids enough slack for that we don't talk about like just how bad all of this can be and how much of an emotional roller coaster this can all be People are kind of like, yeah, kids going through puberty are like crazy and like, you know, like they're just, they're insane. Like people are like, teens are just like the worst. And it's like, yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we are the worst. Like we're crazy. We are actually going crazy and nobody cuts us any slack for it. They're just like, oh, deal with it. You know, like I think teens should have like, they should have like a hibernation. <laughs> they should not be able to hibernate um, because that's really, it's really hard. I mean, going through life like that is really hard. And I understand why depression and anxiety like ends up being so high in teens and teenagers because um, like they're just going through so much and like all of these other things are affecting them too. And like, also like you're going through puberty And then everyone else around you is going through puberty. Like everyone's emotions are like jacked up on steroids. Like your friends, your bullies, the kids who like blend into the background that you barely know or acknowledge. Like everyone, it doesn't even matter. Like everybody is going through puberty and it's like a pressure cooker. And then people are just like, ho-hum, yeah, teens. Teens are like so, like such assholes. And they're like, yeah, obviously we're assholes. So like, I don't know. Anyway, that's like sort of how we think about puberty and talk about puberty. Well, yeah, I felt all those changes. And as you can imagine, I had no idea how to deal with any of them. So enter years of like deep, dark depression. And, you know, it started with feeling just like, you know, like you wouldn't get invited to something and you'd be sad. But I think like when you go through puberty, that's magnified by like a thousand, at least for someone like me, who I think is like prone to depression it would be like this is the end of the world this is the end of my life I haven't been you know invited to something or my friend isn't talking to me I would literally feel like it's the end of my life that's how I felt and you know obviously I'm an adult now and I'm I've dealt with things but there are still like old emotions that come up where like something will happen and I'll be like oh my god like this is this is it like it's over like my life is over and you'll go into that um so yeah, I I like definitely dealt with sort of that starting out point of depression. And then that depression, I want to say provoked events leading to like more depression. So like I would obviously make bad decisions or I'd pick fights with my friends or my parents um or I'd go, you know, like close myself off to the world leading to more depression. Um which is a really fun cycle, you know, like more de- like your depressive feelings lead to depressive actions and thoughts leads to depressive like more depression and it's great and um you know I think the emotional turmoil that accompanies puberty is really hard for anyone 
But for kids who are like prone to mental illness, I think it like can be unspeakably bad, honestly. So either because of the depression or because I didn't know how to deal with my raging hormones or both, honestly, it's probably both, let's face it. I got into just like a series of just negativity, like a cycle of negativity. I was in toxic relationships, just bad friendships, like you name it. And by college, this is, I love how I've like gone, I've like traipsed through like my journey, like the started in puberty of just like, yeah, everything went to shit. And then I didn't deal with any of it. And then by college, like I had started drinking and with all that you have, like I just described, can you imagine that I drank responsibly? Like, no, of course not. I fully like binge drank. I was partying all the time. I was just doing anything to escape like this horror that I was in. And realistically, the story could have just ended there. Like puberty was a nightmare and I never learned how to deal with my emotions and the end. And that's just like it. But I will say when I turned 25, I hit like a full quarter life crisis. And I was like, I'm an adult now and I have to be an adult. Like, what does it mean to be an adult kind of? And that was the question that was circling in my head. It's like, do adults like deal with their emotions? Like do adults like think about their behaviors? Like some adults binge drink and don't sleep until 4am. So there's like really no good definition for an adult. Um, so it was like something that I was thinking about in my mind to some degree, but even though I was thinking about it and like I had awareness of it, I still didn't want to put any like actions into it because I was like, even if I try, like I, there's like, it just didn't feel like it was worth it for me at that point to like change anything about my life. So I continued on my path. I was binging and all of that, but like somehow it all felt like a little different. Like I was looking over my shoulder while I was doing it. It felt less fulfilling, less good than just saying like, fuck you to the world at 21 when you're really not supposed to have anything figured out. So all of my sort of, you know, dysfunction was almost normalized where I was just like, yeah, I'm, you know, an angsty teen, young adult, and I'm supposed to be mad at the world and I'm supposed to be drinking and doing stupid things. Like that's the point kind of. (laughs) which is, I mean, that's literally could be a whole other episode because like the fact that we sell that as a thing, like, no, don't like piss your life away just because you're a teenager slash young adult. That's fucking stupid. But okay, whatever. Anyway, so I, you know, was continuing my patterns at 25. I was in bad relationships. I was drinking too much. I wasn't sleeping or I was sleeping too much. Um, the way that depressed people kind of do, just like literally staying up super duper late, watching TV, some like sometimes just staying up and drinking, um, and then like sleeping until like 3 or 4 p.m. Um, and like by 25, I was like, this isn't fun anymore. But I also like didn't know anything else. So, you know, that was like kind of how I spent that year. And another year passes. And now I'm 26 and I'm hit in the face once again. And I'm like, oh no. And the dreaded thought comes upon me. I'm like, I'm going to be old soon. (laughs) I'm like, I'm going to be in my late twenties soon. And I kind of hit like a little bit of a wall where I was like, I thought about this at 25 and I didn't do anything about it. 
Like, can I just flit through life anymore? Like getting drunk and having emotional breakdowns and just like having no sense of control or like self-awareness or like just any self-control whatsoever. So yeah, like fear and realization, realizing things like fully hit me in the face. You know, I like I had never, ever tried to regulate my emotions, you know, see toxic relationships and bad decisions in the back of the index. You know, like, is that something you're supposed to do? It was really not something that I ever felt like I needed to do, (laughs) Um, even though like my life was kind of a mess. Um, you know, rather than getting mad internally and letting it all out and screaming at them, maybe there's, you know, like an internal conversation or an analysis you're supposed to be doing to keep, um, yourself and others sane and healthy and, you know, like keep relationships, uh, and not just like set fire to everything. Um, once you're just like so upset that you just like burn every bridge ever in your life, you know, and once again, no one teaches us this shit you know in school when we do something awful and shitty to someone else we're put in a timeout you know or like whatever like which is not in my opinion the right way to punish someone for being bad at regulating their emotions so like now as adults we need to figure out the right way to navigate and teach ourselves about regulating and I call this emotional puberty not because I think we haven't already hit puberty because like, my God, yes, we have. And thank God, like that's done and it's over. We had all those emotions and hormones come to the surface way back when. And now I would say like as a young adult, it's about growth and, you know, the growth we did physically as teens, like we need to stretch and kind of do in our late 20s because it's just like not sustainable to go around anymore like without a sense of emotion regulation like even though no one taught us how to do it and you know especially for us like mentally ill kids like we we needed it so badly like it's something that we have to sort of make the time space and energy for to learn now i've only come to this concept recently as i've said before as i'm like still currently 26 and i said i came to this realization at 26 so this is all new stuff, um, which honestly is like why I even started the podcast and stuff, because I felt like I really took it upon myself to force myself to do a lot of this growth. Um, and I want to sort of document how it's going for me in real time. Um, and so far, what I've learned is generally, um, if you're like a fast and large reactor like me, um, is just like to chill for a second with your emotions. Um, like whatever you're feeling is valid because you're feeling it and it's so real to you and it is real, but it's doesn't necessarily like mean it doesn't necessarily mean it just has to go out to the world. Um, that's a decision you need to make as you go through the pains of emotional puberty, like will screaming at someone and calling them a bitch be a smart long-term decision for anyone in this situation, like, especially you think about like, will this benefit you? Will it make you feel good short term in the moment? Like for sure. You want to scream and call someone a bitch, but will this like, let's say this is like a, like a, like a long-term friend of yours. And I've screamed at long-term friends of mine and some of them have stayed and some of them have not. And it's like the ones who have stayed, like God bless them, honestly. But like, the ones who have not, like, I can't blame them. You know, like, is that smart for you? Do, like, does someone want to 
be with you if you're going to like get drunk and call and scream at them and call them a bitch. Um, and you know, that's a really basic example, but like literally think about the next time you feel any really overwhelming emotion, like hold on to that really impulsive thing you want to do or say and chat with yourself first for a second to see if it really makes sense and like, see if it's emotionally worth it for you to let it out. Um, it's going to like, like all of this stuff that I'm describing, it's going to feel really weird at first. Like you're going to want to like, you're going to want to react because that's what we're taught, but you're going to like, and you're going to be like, I, I must react in this situation. Um, so to hold the emotion for a second is going to feel weird, but I promise like, it's just something that's helped me so much to be like, I will I'll hold it maybe even for 10 minutes and I'll be like, this isn't worth saying out loud. Like, this isn't going to help anybody. Like, it's just not worth it. Um, and you don't like pick your battles. Like, obviously some stuff is worth it. Like if you want to stick up for yourself in a mature way and learning that sort of like mature communication style, that's obviously so worth it. Um, and I feel like I do have to do like an episode on like mature communication styles. Cause it's also something that is a work in progress for me and that I'm learning along the way with my little journey. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, like to just hold on to emotion, even I re- I know there's times when I would, I, even when I'm drunk and this goes back to mindful drinking, something I talked about last year a little bit. Like, I'll be drunk and the thought will pass my mind and be like, oh, I should say that. I should call this person out. I should, you know, like be aggressive, whatever. And I won't do it. And then I'll forget about it or whatever. And then I'll go to sleep and I'll wake up the next morning. And I will literally remember that I was going to, I, it crossed my mind to say something, you know, horrible and mean to someone. And I will literally thank myself in the morning. Like, thank God you had the sensibility to keep that internal because it would have been inappropriate and uncomfortable and unnecessary for you to say out loud. And just because it crossed your mind does not mean it needs to go out to the universe. So yeah, I would say the takeaway from this episode is really about growth and sort of that like self-awareness and understanding Um, and like wanting to, you know, like, maybe reaching a certain age and sort of like reevaluating how you've been doing things. And, you know, there's always been this like kind of stupid thing of like you hit 30 and you're old and, you know, like you have to like reevaluate your whole life or whatever, which I think is, you know, like that's stupid. Like turning 30 is no different than turning any other age. So like it's dumb that we make that a thing. But, you know, like there is this thing in my mind of like I am getting older So I do maybe want to think about like how I'm treating other people or how I'm treating myself or how I'm doing things, um, you know, in terms of like dealing with my emotions and like emotional management. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I think in terms of like going through sort of like emotional puberty um, and that idea and that idea of growth and that idea of progress as we get older, a sort of nugget to take away is just to think about like, what have I been doing in my life? And sort of what are the patterns of behavior that I like stick with in my life that like could potentially be challenged as I get older and as I like get wiser? Like, let's think about everything I've been through as like teaching moments. And what have I learned from these things that like, maybe I don't want to carry 
with myself as I go and turn, you know, like 26, 27, 28, 29. Like maybe, you know, I, I don't want to scream at people anymore. Maybe I don't want to enter into friendships where people treat me badly or relationships where people treat me badly and actively making the decision of not doing that and not just not doing it, but being like, this is the reason I'm not doing it. And I'm choosing, you know, like myself or I'm choose I'm choosing better. Like in general, I'm just choosing better. Yeah. So, I mean, like, that's kind of like the nugget I would like say is like the takeaway of this is just like, I think I like, I, we, we were never, we were never taught any of this stuff. So it's like really on us to teach ourselves about emotional growth. Um, and I think that comes at a later date. I think it's hard to do when you're like 19 and you're just like a bundle of hormones. I think now that things have like calmed down for me on the hormonal front. I love that. I love that it's, it's calmed down at 26. Like honestly, yeah though. Cause you think about your period and your period's not regulated and you're on birth control, you're on hormonal hormonal birth control, and you're on this and that and the other. Like I genuinely think hormones are and and being you know our emotions are always a factor in so much of what we do. So like now that I feel like I've got a better grip on that for myself, I'm much more of like I need to start thinking about how I'm going to manage this as like an older, wiser person. And those are basically my thoughts. Um, I'm really excited for a new year. Um, I'm excited to get some of these, you know, like thoughts that have been buzzing around in my head sort of out into the open. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to be back to sort of, you know, recording Depressed Girls Guide to Life. Um, as mentioned before and, you know, like through, through all of this, like, I really feel like I am like a work in progress as well. And the point of this podcast is to have someone who literally is going through this as well and someone who is a work in progress talk about these issues and their emotions while they're going through it because it's not an easy journey. It's hard. It's not something where, you know, like, again, like a scientist or someone from like the outside can be like, ah, yes, depression and anxiety, like the way it actually plays out is so unscientific to me personally. It's literally, it's like you, it's a personal experience. And so, you know, like I always hope that some of the stuff that I say resonates with someone else because like, that's all you can hope for when it comes to like mental health resources um, and like other people who are struggling with it. So yeah, really excited to get back into it. Um, New year. I think it's going to be great. I'm sending out like positive vibes for it. And yeah, uh, I will be back next week and follow the Instagram, follow, I think it's at depressed girls guide to life. Um, and I'm, uh, I'm trying to think about all the other stuff to follow, subscribe to the things, subscribe to the podcast, download it, do all the stuff. I promise I'll have this down at some point. Um, but yes, for now, do all the things, do all the podcast things, and I will see you in the next one. Thank you.